Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly, sometimes, maybe kind of, whenever there's something to talk about, Final Fantasy XIV podcast, and this week, and for the next several weeks, we got some stuff to talk about. We had the Live Letter 60 today, which gave us our first peek into patch 5.4, because yes, we're back on schedule, and we'll be talking about that a little bit during the show, and uh, then we'll go over some of our future shows towards the end of this one, but anyway... Let's get started. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy, and of course, is my usual partner in crime over here, Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, Hi. a.k.a. DJ Blue, which is not his actual name. Don't quote that, but that's what I'm calling him. For the sake, <laughs> how you doing, Sly? I'm doing pretty good. How, how you doing? Uh, ups and downs? Ups and downs? Uh, so, yeah, dude. I ups and downs. Dude, it's, let's add another down to the list. The, me going, okay, I got it, was a, it was in the intro that was definitely going on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I had definitely already <laughs> unmuted the mic by the time I had started saying that. There we go. Uh, yeah, otherwise, it's been good. I'm, uh, I'm turning 30 in a couple months, so I start, I'm starting a whiskey collection. So I've got this whiskey for tonight. McAllen, 12-year-old. Being, whiskey. being fancy. Yeah, look at yeah. you. I mean, I'm turning 30 soon. Listen, the way I look at it is, when you're a kid, your parents start collecting things when they turn like you know mid 30s, late 40s. You as a kid start collecting stuff, then you kind of grow out of it in the middle years, and then when you hit that same age, you start collecting, and then your kids do the same thing, and that's just how it goes. Circle of life. That's the circle of life right there for me. It's a glass of whiskey. But how are you yeah. doing? I'm doing quite good. You got news today? Uh, today was a pretty chill day. I just took the day to, you know, watch the uh, Leather do notes and everything and, you know, be semi-productive. Yeah, you are. Sly did show notes, guys. I don't do show notes. Sly did show notes. I'm just like, bro, the show notes are the Reddit Discord. I don't need show notes. And he's like, listen, let's let's have some show notes. Come on. I got <laughs> I, I'll, I did it for you. There we go. Yeah. I've been up since 2.30 in the morning. I ain't trying to do show notes. All right. But you did it. So, yeah, yeah. So I've been busy with Baldur's Gate 3, and he still made time for show notes. That's how dedicated this man is. All right. What? All right. Listen, I just, I just, I just like to, I just like to compliment my mans here. All right. Anyway, before we get started, quick sponsor shout out. Thank you to Steel Series for sponsoring this and all the shows. They have been the sponsor of my channel and for Stay of the Room for quite some time now. There's giveaways in the description of every YouTube video. Be sure to enter them because you can win, and it's free stuff for Steel Series. And if you don't win and you want to buy something anyway, you can always just use the 12% discount code and click the link. I'm sure they'll have like a Black Friday sale coming up next month or something like that too. So you can ignore the discount code then and just buy it for whatever you can find it for. But uh, until then, you yeah. know, 12%. And also, thank you to our patrons, who we will do a longer shout-out for later in the show. Now, with that, I've not had a sip of the whiskey yet, so let me, this is my first time having a Macallan 12, so let's, let's, let's start off. Okay. Macallan? Wow. 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 That's, that's potent. That's, that's like, well, so the, the barrel that it's aged in is, like, very pronounced. What kind of barrel? Is it aged in exclusively in hand-picked sherry season oak cases from Jerez, Spain? There you go, for richness and mm. complexity. Mm. And uh, I've got richness, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that is uh, accurate advertising, to say the least. Okay, Sly, we had live letter sixty yes, today. We did. We're only nine away. Remember, I, dude, I hope the social media for Final Fantasy XIV just says nice when we nice. get to that point. 
Listen, yeah. if they're they're throwing digs at Sam for the limit break thing, they're throwing memes at us left and right. They 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 gotta at some point, you know. Yeah. But live letter sixty, um, we we've known we were getting this for a little while, uh, and it was mm-hmm. a patch five point four part one live letter, which mm-hmm. before even talking about the contents of it was going to be very telling because now you know we've we've been through the COVID delays of five point three. We've been told we've been back on schedule. But we couldn't help but notice that it was four and eight weeks for the .31 and .35 patch. So mm-hmm. a lot of eyes are on this one to see, are, are we really on schedule, I suppose? I think the I think the tell will be after 5.4 when we, we get those announcements in February and everything. So jumping ahead, you're excited. Man's excited. I'm excited, man. Man's I'm excited. Good news. Bro, we still got a patch on Tuesday we got to talk about first. They had to start with yeah. that. A little reminder. Yeah. But we still got content mm-hmm. coming soon. Now, there's a few major parts of it. The Sky Steel tools mm-hmm. are being upgraded, for example, for anyone who cares about those. Mm-hmm. I don't. So, moving on. Uh, well, all the crafters I know speak like they're doing it, but they're still like, my my stuff's better, so I don't really know right. how right. much it matters. So, how, like, again, the question is, how caught up will Sky Steel Tools be to, you know, fully melded? I mean, it's not going to be exactly caught up, but, like, how much of a step down is it going to be? I don't know. I, I have to take the word of people who have done it, and everyone I know who has our usual like crafters and gatherers, they've been doing their sky steel tools, but they've just been glamming them on because by the time they come around, they just say like, in order to even compete in things like the Ishgard Resto and whatnot, they've just they 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 wasted no efforts, and it just was not something they could mm-hmm. wait for an upgrade. Um, I've heard some people say they're grabbing them for like alts because they're not. It's not like it's like having it's like a huge downgrade is what I've been told, but it is noticeable to people who are active crafters and gatherers. Um, but great for people who are more on the casual side of crafting and gathering, as long as they're willing to put in a little bit of work to actually do it. Because for the first the first step I hear was uh, a pretty easy to, to finish and complete. So it was a good entry-level tool. But yeah, they won't be better than anything like a pentamelded anything until, you know, way towards the end. But I'm not doing that, so... Big surprise. Wait, I'm not doing, wait, wait, wait. I'm not doing crafting and gathering stuff? I don't know. That doesn't sound believable to me. What? 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 Uh, then we have the most savage content, which I, that's the, I notice in your notes, you have a, you have a typo here. It says housing 5.35 extreme when it's either savage or ultimate. Ultimate? Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, they're getting three new wards in some divisions for every, uh, housing area and on every server. And we all know how that's going to go. Good luck. Have fun. The OCP commented yeah. during the live letter. He said, I know people have been practicing their routes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're speed running routes to get to the plot they want. Good luck. Have fun. Oh, my goodness. Slide, doesn't it feel great to know you never have to participate in that Feels really good. <laughs> you already it's, got our our mansion, or a good spot. You know, we're, we're fine. I mean, again, we're gonna talk about slum lords and you know how they're gonna probably cash. Oh, we'll this, see. But, you know, they've got they've got the routes down better than most other people do. So you know, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the most exciting thing for me personally coming this Tuesday is the Bajan Southern Front. We've been talking about it nonstop, uh, both from a story and lore perspective as well as an actual content perspective. It is going to be used yes. to level from 71 to 80 for anyone who still has jobs to level there since we won't have a deep dungeon this expansion. There's going to be new armor and weapon upgrades for the resistance weapons. The armor will be used inside of the new instance in 5.4, which we'll talk about a bit later. There's going to be mounts. There's going to be actions. And hopefully there's money to be made. Oh, there will be. There there better be. <laughs> there will no, there there be better guaranteed. Be. I it listen. Guaranteed. I know how much money I made in Eureka. I gotta make some money in Bajja too. I gotta, I gotta make a little bit of right. that. I've only got twelve hundred right. materia saved up for five point four. That's not enough, Sly. Twelve hundred of each. Sorry. Uh, you know, like you'll get through it. You'll you'll eat through it in in five point four with the new in about four materia nodding. Yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that later. Exactly. That's actually hilarious. Yeah. Uh, how are you, how are you feeling about this Tuesday? How, how, how's your mentality going into Baja? How are you approaching it, if at all? Are you going to be doing this? Are you going to be taking the alternate route in order to try out getting a weapon? Or are you going to stick to Baja? Uh, I think it's nice that they give us options. Like you have, you know, stuff like pose and an alternate route instead of just doing Baja. I will be doing Baja. I mean, it's there. Why, why not? Why not see what it's I, like? I mean, Eureka was there, Sly. <laughs> But we still did it. <laughs> I did it. I mean, we uh, we still did it, you know, just because we, we had to review it and everything. But, yeah, like, we're still going to fucking do it. But you have options. Do you? I We're, we're just going to see how it pans out. And we're going to try to make some money, almost some jobs and everything. And, you know. Don't worry, if we don't make money here, I already see money being made in 5.4. But we'll get to that when the time yeah. comes. Uh, but that's where this coming Tuesday, there's not a whole lot to talk. We've, we've talked about Bajja before. They just reiterated everything we kind of already knew was coming on yep. Tuesday. Um, I don't think they, they showed off a few extra armor sets. That was about it. Um, what, did, what did you think of the armor? Because like when I saw the armor, I'm like, Meh? from an aesthetic standpoint, because I feel like it's really, in terms of motif, I get it. They got the motif spot on. Bajja Resistance. But it didn't look spectacular. I feel like to compare it to Eureka, where, you know, the motif was spot on, it's an unfair comparison. Because they they had the, I felt like they stuck with the motif. And while that's a good thing, it just doesn't look spectacular. It's, it is a hard comparison, because Eureka bounced back and forth between being Final Fantasy XI Circle Jerk in terms of armor and aesthetics. <laughs> And then being, like, really high fantasy slash MMO, like, super shiny, like, you know, glistening. It, it's very different mm-hmm. from the fact that this first set of armor, whether it's upgradable or not, we don't know, uh, at any point in the future, mm-hmm. um, is that it's very grounded. It's very gritty. It's got this very gray, yeah. uh, and not just because I'm colorblind, uh, color scheme. <laughs> No, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. I can not I just because I'm calling you. You're right. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and it's 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 very much grounded in like the type of content that we're doing, which which seems apt, but that's only going to sing to certain people. I mean, I know people who hate the 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 over the top shiny stuff like the tank armor from uh, from Eureka, and they prefer something that's like gritty and grounded oh. and whatnot. 
I mean, the Eureka stuff, what to me was 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 pleasant. I mean, it was not just the fact that it was shiny. I mean, that kind of helped too. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it looked good. It looked good. It, it felt it felt fantasy to me, and this feels, you know, meh. I'm a fan. I don't think I, I, I don't think I'll necessarily wear it over anything I have now. Um, at this point, I've had right. so many years to collect armor that it's it's just hard for me to really care. Maybe the healer stuff I'll wear. I'm actually I was a big fan of the tank stuff. I kind of like the Assassin's Creed tank style, like hood and everything. But other than that, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not I'm not over the top for it. But I do like it. I, I I like having different styles in the game versus just same style over and over again, whatnot. So. That is what it is, but yeah, no. it's okay. I, I, I suspect it'll definitely be a love it or hate it kind of thing, and not like a middle of, yeah. middle of the pack feelings for it. So they yeah. uh, they led with that. They led with uh, with Bajja and all that. The five point three five. I guess a little teaser and reminder that we have coming for Tuesday, which our next show will be our impressions on Bajja. It'll be a week from today. So today is the ninth. It'll be on the sixteenth. Uh, whether it's at this time or earlier, Sly and I didn't discuss, but Sly and I made sure to discuss actually quite a few shows that we're going to be doing for the next several weeks. We've actually mm-hmm. planned out like the next two months for you guys. There's only like one week we're not 100% sure about. Um, yeah. but then we got into patch 5.4, which, uh, it's almost weird because this, this live letter is so timely, uh, after everything that we've been through through this year in regards to schedules and the safety of the development team and everything. Um, it's almost strange to have something that feels on time. Definitely, definitely. I um, I kind of wasn't expecting. In, in ter- I was expecting more, um, more five point three five, five point three five, and them to go into more a lot more detail, which they did. But I wasn't expecting them to go to the amount of detail they did for five point four. Yeah. Which um, yeah they. I mean, we, we didn't get an image, we just got a name. In terms of the patch, well, let's start with that. We just got, we got the title. Yes. Futures Rewritten. And, and I feel like when it comes to patch titles and no artwork, no nothing, I mean, we get a screenshot, we'll get that in a minute. But in terms of just speculating off of titles, this is the toughest fucking thing to do. But, like, the, the name itself, Futures for Rewritten. Uh, I kind of went, like, you kind of go back and, you know, every, everybody remembers the Shadowbringers trailer. Uh, one line in particular, if history must be unwritten, let it be unwritten. I'm like, huh. Unwritten, rewritten. Huh. So. There's a theme here. There's a theme. They be writing. Uh. Well, that was in regards to the Shadowbringers story, and we're officially done. Like there, there couldn't, there couldn't be much to do on or with the first in this patch, could it? I mean, based on what? Well, there is one thing, but we'll talk about it a bit later because it does tie into the the the, somewhat tie into the main scenario altogether. But futures rewritten. It's a matter of how. How much that's so? So one big thing that's always a tough tell when we don't have all the details we don't have the trailer is how much of that title is necessarily about um, the main scenario versus how much is it of the overall theme of the patch? Because we've had patch we've had patch names that are you know more about so I like I'll go back to three point two the gears of change. 
which the development team said, well, yes, you know, obviously Alexander is, you know, a huge part of that and parts of the story. It also is just kind of like after what happened with 3.0 and 3.1, their like change in mentality, their adjustment from a development standpoint. It was, it was, it was a very, very, you know, double, triple, quadruple entendre title. Um, with futures rewritten, the fact that people say plural, a lot of people like to look immediately to a timeline, the original timeline, for example, the one where that is now unwritten in a sense, where it could literally just be um, talking about how, you know, the life on the first, how it's moving on, and the life on the source, how it's moving on, because this is the future that, this is the, the rewritten future at the end of the day for both of those worlds in a sense. Um, and especially with Eden now coming to a conclusion in 5.4, we will get to see an actual sort of conclusion for what the future of the first actually looks like, in a sense. Or at least we'd presume that that's what we would get out of that. So I think it's very... I actually don't think it's that secretive of a title. I think it's very clear it's moving forward on the source and what's happening there and what's happening on the first moving forward there. I don't think it has anything to do with like an alternate timeline or... Uh, or Xenos or anything he's up to, even. I don't think it has... I think it's literally just a play on the idea of moving forward after everything that's uh, that's happened in recent patches. That's pretty fair. It's you getting all deep and everything. I love it. It's the whiskey. I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's what I like to call whiskey brain. Um, That's how I feel about it. I don't know know how you're really going into... like how you're dealing with the whole Futures Unwritten thing. I mean, I can subscribe to um, your two futures, your source and your um, first uh, being rewritten, you know, moving along in terms of time. I can subscribe to that. Okay. Well, when we uh, have 5.4 officially in a couple months, we can uh, we can revisit this and see, we'll see where we actually landed on this one. Yeah. Um, as for the release then, date... Oh, no, where are you going? Oh, no, no, no! You, you had a right thought. You finished that thought. No, you were going right with me. You were going right oh, with okay. me in terms of All the right. date. I was going to okay. let you All do right. your your little Mister Happy math that you usually do, and you know, All right. you know, work out a fucking date. So, All right, let's work out a date. What was when was the official release date of five point three? See, this is the Mister Happy Math, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, God, when was the official date for five point three? I would like to say it was August 11th. Can I get a fact check on that? August 11th? Mm-hmm. I believe August 11th. Mm-hmm. I see one August 11th in the chat. I would like to believe that is an accurate number. Okay. Let's add 16 weeks to that. 18th, 25th. Uh, let's see, that's two. September 1st, 8th, 15th, 22, 29. That's seven weeks. October 6, mm-hmm. 13, 20, 27. So we're working at that's another four. So that puts us at uh, 11 weeks. November, we got 3, 10, 17, 24. That puts us at 15 weeks. December 1st puts us right smack dab on week 16. That is our normal schedule. They sometimes do a 17 week schedule, which puts it on the 8th. I think the 8th so we're going- is the actual correct one. Okay. All right. And here's the thing. They said early December, so we know it's not the 15th, which some people were kind of uh, bracing for. Yeah. 
So that's where I'm going. The eighth. I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're on a 17 week schedule. I'm gonna give them still a bit of you know benefit of the doubt regarding COVID time. Say that it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Probably still there's probably a hiccup here or there, and that it is going to be December eighth. Which would put the live letter on Black Friday, by the way. <laughs> they could do it a week early. They have done 17 day in advance. Like they could do it on the 20th still, but uh, you know normally it's like nine ten days before the patch for yeah. a live letter. That's uh, that's gonna be my prediction on that. Okay, Mister Happy Math, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we do. We just we just make our predictions based on habit, based on pattern. That's all we do. Yep. And yep. Um, yeah, pretty much after that, match. they yeah <laughs> walk us in. And, and pretty much after that, they kind of went into a little bit of detail about. Uh, patch 5.4, we see a, they give us a screenshot featuring, yeah. uh, Emmerich, Lucia, and, uh, Avanu. Sonu, Sonu, Vonu, I can't remember his name. He's the chieftain of the, of the, of the, yeah, Bonu the Vanu tribe. chieftain. Yeah. And the we, good haven't, we haven't dealt with the Vanu. Yeah, we haven't dealt with the Vanu in quite some time. So I'm, I'm kind of glad to be, you know, going back and seeing the Vanu and hopefully we'll see some of the other, uh, beast tribes too that we haven't really interacted with for a while. Well, I mean, it's it's worth remembering that as much as we have, you know, some relations with a lot of the beast tribes and the 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 ones that aren't worshiping the various primals, that a lot of the nations still don't have dedicated relationships with any of these factions. Like maybe some individual NPCs do, and so moving that narrative forward, I mean, if for for an actual united region, it's not all too. Uh, it's not too it's not too hard to believe that maybe at least Ishgard is starting to maybe create some uh some you know cordial relations with uh with the friendly Vanu tribes at the very least. Yeah. And uh that's but it still was not listen after everything that's happened in Shadowbringer seeing just a picture of Amaric, Lucian the Vanu is like what the f- how do we get to here? <laughs> how is this? How is this where we're going? <laughs> this isn't what I mean, I we're back on the source. We're we're back on the source. We're dealing with source problems. Has it's just, but it's still so weird. It's just like it's just it's been so long since I've even had to look at these things. Like to even think about Vanus and 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 Amric, and it's just yeah, it's jarring. In my opinion, yeah. at least. I think it is. It's good to see the old boy. I kind of miss Amrick and Lucia. I mean, I haven't seen him every week. Every time I do, every time I do the Fox Hollows, I get to see him every week. Every time I go into into Idleshire, there's like, there he is. Stop it. There he Stop is. It. That's that's Amrick. He's, he's named after Amrick. That's Amrick. My little fox boy. Uh, yeah, but another, and it, as if the Heavensward themes weren't kicking up enough, then we see Matoya's name show up as well in the name of the new dungeon. Matoya's Which one? Relic. Which one? Yeah, um, that's a, you know how I feel about the whole Matoya situation. Uh, is this, is this where... Ishtola takes the mantle. Truly takes the mantle of Matoya. I mean, I'm, dude, I'm saying there's only one way it ends. I've been saying it for years. Matoya's gonna give her life to help Ishtola overcome this whole thing, and then Ishtola's gonna take on the title. She's dying still. <laughs> she is still dying, as much as we like to forget that plot point. So, something's <laughs> gotta think- give at some point. You would think Matoya would feel a certain bit of snark. 
You would have to figure that she knows what Ishtola went through on the first. So you have, you would have to think that Matoya feels some kind of snark. You took my fucking name, huh? Yeah, I'd Master imagine. Matoya. There is a quick dialogue option, but it's just to basically let her know that Ishtola's back on the source. They haven't seen each other yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the more interesting word in that, that everyone focused on was the word relict. Because they're like, what relict. the hell is a relict? And so I've got a definition for you. A thing mm-hmm. which has survived from an earlier pyramid, an earlier period or in a primitive form. This can be an animal or a plant that has survived while others of its group have become extinct, like the celiocanth or the coelacanth, or a species or community that formerly had wider distribution but now survives in only a few localities, such as a refugia. I think that dungeon's mm. inside the crystal eye. <laughs> Wow. I wouldn't be surprised it's if she mind, keeps a, a, a breath you're, you're of thinking, knowledge in there. You're thinking it's a mind dungeon. Sort of, of yeah. That she, yeah. she keeps, cause that's probably, that's a relic. Most likely the crystal, the crystal eye, as far as I remember, is, is a shard, is, I can't remember if that thing was a shard of Hydaelyn or not. I can't remember if it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like I remember that kind of, but it's my, my memory of it's not brushed up. I suppose, some sort of shard of Heidelin from ages past or something like that. So, uh, that's pretty important from, that's, that's old. That's a relic, potentially. Yeah, it's a third astral era crystal of light. Yeah. So, so chat, chat's confirming mm. that for me. So that thing's a relic. Yeah. So I feel, well, it's not a shard of Heidelin then. It's a, it's a crystal, a crystal of light's not necessarily, I don't think those, those are always one and one and one, but, it's Doing still, the same, yeah. Yeah, but still, that's, uh, bro, I'm just, it feels good to have some of these things back in the, in the limelight. Matoya, the Vanu, Amaric, everyone wants more Amaric. They tell us on social media at least. Yikes. Man, it's feeling like, feeling like Heaven's Ward again, man. No, it's Stormblood again. It's always Stormblood. No. It always has been Stormblood. No. It always will be Stormblood. It doesn't yeah. matter where we go. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we see. Yeah. It's always Stormblood. Yep. What was nope. 2.0? Stormblood. What was Heaven's Word? Stormblood. What was Stormblood? Stormblood. What's half the content in Shadowbringers? Stormblood. Where are Stormblood. we going in 6.0? Stormblood. All right? God, you're right. <laughs> it always has been. Always has been. Well, moving to some good, good stuff. Uh, after that, they went into the sorrow of Whirlit. Now, he started this by saying, you know, someone actually made a real-life model of the G-Warrior. First of all, can somebody find a picture of this? Secondly, Square Enix store, I don't ask much. I really don't ask fucking much, but please, if you would do a, um, a uh, what, what did they call it, the Meister series uh, of figures? I don't know. Yeah, I don't buy the one figures. Of, if you could do one of G Warrior, please and thank you. That would that would be great. Or oh, you know what? They, you know what it's gonna have? It's gonna have the the emote with the sword being pulled out. That's what it's gonna come with. It's gonna come with the emote with the the sword coming out, the Gundam emote. I I guarantee you, if they sell that model, it comes with that emote. Hundred and fifty. Do we have? Is the uh, is the um? God damn it. Is the Gynax pose already in game as like a stance? No. There it is. That's what I'm saying. That's what's gonna come with the statue. 
It's gonna it's yeah. gonna be the when he pulls the sword out of the hilt, swings out, and then it does the sparkle, and yeah, it's, that's what's gonna be the emote that comes with it. I'm telling you. No, the God X pose when you just stand arms crossed. Oh, I mean the Lollafell has that. <laughs> Lollafells have that as a as an idol pose. Yeah, we're we're getting we're getting a God X pose, and either that or they're putting it on um, Mog Station. Either or. One of the two. Yeah, but uh, yep, uh, Emerald Weapons next. Better take so, that material um, off, ladies and gentlemen. Not allowed here. <laughs> take it off. You really? Do you really think they would do some shit like that? No, I won't be surprised if oh. while you're fighting Emerald, like there's material that gets dropped on the like, like if there's like a, like a fight specific mechanic that gives you stacks, right? Where you where you right. can't leave it around. Like you have to make sure that like only a certain number of like everyone only has a certain uh, like Bahamut. Um, in in turn thirteen when you have to like take the orbs and you get like the stacking debuff when you uh, when you take the orbs mm-hmm. that does the attack. Yeah, I could see something like that just happening as a fight mechanic. But that's about it. Not your actual material. Yeah, not your actual material. It's yeah. like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, most most raiders would be fucked anyway. Yeah. <laughs> On the air team. No light rampant. Jesus. No, no light rampant. No, don't worry. No, 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 no light rampant. No. I didn't no. say that. Mm-hmm. Nobody said that. It's that's nobody wants no. that. It's we're past it. No. Yeah, no. that's uh, that's how I think they'll do it. They'll uh, they'll make it like Bahamut, like turn thirteens, but like an extreme, like a casual version of it. Uh, anything else you, like, the nostalgia you want in the site? I mean, it's gotta be underwater. I expect to be able to drown. Like, I expect <laughs> y'all have to collect air at some point. <laughs> He's gonna try to drown us. I can feel it. Okay. That's, that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna try to drown us somehow. Um, I just wanna know, obviously, the Oversoul. That's the biggest question everyone always has. Yeah. What is the Oversoul? Yeah. Um, we have nothing to really, you know, no, no, nothing, no, really a foundation to, to build it on because we don't think it's going to be nail again. And we don't, and we think Gaius is going to be last. So diamond weapon at this point. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's, I, we don't know. So it'd have to be a Garlean. Yeah. That we've seen. Well, that in we've... theory, they can do whatever the hell they in want, theory. but we don't know. Yeah. I was gonna say Rattan, but no, that just seems too easy. <laughs> That's that wow, would be that's the easiest fucking, fucking oversoul. What? Because yeah, he's got right? he's like he's got big shields on his arms. Emerald's got big big arms with with like like shoulders and shit. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's right. all you need. But that, but that'd be the easiest oversoul fight ever if you do Rattan. Um wow, That's fucked up, man. Those missiles hurt. Back in the day, those missiles hurt. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, those missiles hurt. Nero. I don't think Nero. I mean, Nero's a possibility. It's a possibility. There's, of course, also the possibility it's Fuckface who drinks milk, and we just, that's, that'll be our first dig at him, I suppose. I mean, maybe he'll, maybe, maybe Emerald will shoot milk out of, out of, out of his cannons on his arms. Stop it. Just load him up with milk. Very milky emerald weapon. Just have an attack called hot milk. That's it. Just scolding hot milk. Like it, like it's a McDonald's coffee. What would be the uh, what would be the achievement? Got milk? I don't know. That's not clever enough. I feel. No. No. It's all right, Emerald. Just be on the lookout for for Emerald weapon shooting milk, and I promise it's milk. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Emerald Weapon. I'm looking forward to being better than Ruby. Way better. Man, let me tell you about Ruby Weapon. I could talk about Ruby Weapon all day. I've got all the Ruby Weapon experience I need now. Oh, boy. As somebody who has 99 yeah. Ruby totems, I am I am very aware of, of Ruby Weapon, my friend. You, you sweet summer child. And I have to do this 99 times, so I really hope it's good. Well, I don't have to do it good 99 luck. times, but knowing my luck, I have to do it 99 times. <laughs> good luck. I, good luck. Thank have you. Have fun. I listen. Yeah. I don't know about that second one yet, but we'll find out after after SOS. It's going to be after we a tough call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they went right into the next and final uh, phase of Eden, Eden's Promise, the conclusion of Eden. Now, before before the data monitors get a hold of it, which we know they will, and you know they'll they'll make their predictions, and they'll be like, "Oh shit, they're." Kind of right. Holy fuck. What are you, what are you, was there anything you were expecting or hoping or, or want to see out of uh, the final phase of Eden? Like fight wise? I'm anything? telling you, it's going to be Ultimecia. I've been saying it for years. It's, and Ultimecia is going to be like a future version of Gaia or some shit. <laughs> Trying to like send her consciousness back in time or some shit or like that. Who knows? Um, but I still think Eden's going to be the last fight again. I think it's going to be the whoever the f- guy is fairy is is going to like junction to Eden mm-hmm. Prime, and we're going to have that. But like final, final version, final boss version. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm going with that one. I need some time compression in my life with a K. <laughs> Just to make sure. Now, the interesting thing is you actually have to finish 5.3's story in order to do this. Yep. Which makes me think two things. One, they just mm-hmm. want to make sure it's canonical that Fancred and Uriyan J aren't there. There's a reason for them to not be there. She wants to refer to them in the past tense as if they've already done 5.2's quest and 5.3's story. And that way they can talk about them leaving why they're not there with a bit more freedom. Um, uh, two... Is uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Actually, I should have led with the first one. Yeah, I should have led with this as the first one because I had a, I had I had a funny thought that was not really serious, and now it's kind of left me. Um, I have no idea, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> That's left Hi. my brain. What about you? Uh, of course, I'm looking forward to Ultimisha. Um, I feel like with this iteration. I feel like we're going to be getting a lot more original fights, so three original fights and then... Um, original. Like, original, quote unquote. Not like, not like these bosses have never existed anywhere else, but they're not the six old primals again. Right. 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 So I feel like we're going to get that in Ultimisha. But these, you think, you think they stick Ultimisha... You, you're saying... So you're saying for the final fight, we fight Eden again. So we're getting Ultimisha before Eden. Yeah, I think Ultimisha will be 11. And that Ultimisha junction to Eden will be 12, like Dark Eden. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would expect 9 to be a boss from Ultimisha's castle. So, you know, some sort of void sense in this case. I'd expect 10 Mm -hmm. to be a Griever equivalent. I'd expect 11 to be Ultimisha. And I'd expect 12 to be Ultimisha attached or, you know, junctioned to... Eden. Mm-hmm. 
Those are my predictions. I don't. I don't really have a solid prediction for boss nine. There's there's a bunch of them from the castle. None of them, in my eyes, are very special. So they'll just pick one. Who knows? Okay. So that's my predictions. Boss for boss. And if I'm right, you can thank me because I was right about Eden's. I was right about pretty much, I was almost everything about the last tier. I did indeed guess it would right. be Shiva last. It would be Harris Velger. Uh, would t- would make an appearance. Um, the only the only problem was them doing four different fights. They combined one, and then we got E seven, which I guess you could call a fight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, after the after the first week wears off, you're like, yeah, this really, yeah. Wow, this is a fight. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a fight. Uh, Of course. Um, And then, ooh, fun stuff. Job adjustments. I mean, they didn't really talk about it that much, but... No, no, but they... Did they go into more detail off um, post or off... uh, no, uh, so they said they said mostly the same thing. So, so the only job they really talked about is Monk because it's getting a ninja level rework. They did this in Live Letter Fifty Nine yep. also. Um, the only thing is, last time they said Grease Lightning was going to be made a trait, and that was it. They did very little to clarify what that actually meant for the job. There was an additional comment this time that it specifically won't need to be stacked. So, like, it's a trait, sure, you know, whatever, but they specifically say it's not, like, a stacking buff anymore. Just as you level up, the Grease Lightning effect increases, so you'll just naturally be faster at higher levels. Um, mm-hmm. Which obviously has a ton of implications for things like Tornado Kick, Anotman, uh, you know, people wonder about Six-Sided Star, you know, how is that? Like, how are all these abilities going to change? Because the entire job was always based around playing around Grease Lightning, and it's not that's not kind of held back by that anymore. So the reins are just kind of uh, free, I suppose. Yeah. So that's that's it. Uh, they just said they want to make sure it feels busy still. That's the number one goal that they have. Um, I might play it after it comes out. I don't want to commit to playing it before they rework it and then find out I don't like it for prog. But uh, for my casual time afterwards, yeah, I'll probably give it a shot. See how the rework feels. As a Fair. as a monk lord, myself, I feel obliged. Monk lord, yeah, to do that. Um, not the more exciting thing for me, though. <laughs> not not the most exciting job they talked about. So um, yeah, um, yeah. Save the queen five point nope. four. Nope. Uh, nope. Nope. We're it. we're staying right here. Staying right here. I'm blue. Da bu dee da bu die. Da bu dee da bu die. Da bu dee da bu die. There you go. If I was green, I would die. There you go. Blue Mage is getting its level 70 update at a time I did not think that was going to be happening. I did not expect Hooray! that for 5.4. Woo! Level cap's going to be increased to 70. New gear, new oh, spells. Boy. But more importantly... New achievements, baby. Give me them. Give me that blue mega. Give me blue mega. Oh four, oh eight, oh twelve. Give me blue cob. Give me blue woo. Give me blue Rika. I don't care. Whatever it is. Give me blue blue on high. Blue of the dead. Just give me every blue. Just just 
blueify everything. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I, I I bet you're ready. I know that you're ready to do all the things and get them out or whatever it is at the end of this. And yeah, I know you're ready. I can't wait to Have be the blue legend. I'm ready. I'm so ready for this. I love this. Dude, the Malboro Mount was so much fun. I hope that I hope there's a mount from beating Blue Cobb and that it's like just Golden Bahamut himself. Fuck it. I don't care how many ultimate raiders have beaten Unending Coil without Blue Mage. I want I want a Golden Bahamut mount for Blue Cobb. I want to make them angry. I want to make them very angry. I actually need to get in and practice regular Ukob now because I need to remember how that fight even plays out. It's been so long. <laughs> just so I can fucking look at Blue Cobb and go, ah, easy. Diamondback. Just can't Diamondback Twisters. Don't try to Diamondback Twisters. You will die. No. <laughs> I'm warning you ahead no. of time. Do not try to do that. You will die. So that's about it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for Blue Legend, man. I know you are. I'm so ready. Can't I'm wait to, Dude, that's already can't two. Wait to see these videos. I get I get raid prog and savage. I get raid prog with blue mage, and it's blue not mage. even done there. No, it's not. Uh, so in five point four, uh, we're getting more save the queen stuff. Deliverum Regini. Okay, that's that's stamp. That's that means queen's sanctum. I'm calling it queen's sanctum. I'm never gonna remember to call it Deliverum Regini or Regine or whatever the fuck. It's queen's sanctum to me. So, from the get-go, the way they described this was so good. Okay, this was like Yoshi P listening to exactly what I've been saying about Valdesian's arsenal. Uh, normal? There are, there are two modes. There are norm There's normal and savage. Normal is swing for players with no real requirements. Savage. 48 pay players must form parties. Way better than a clusterfuck that was Valdesian's ar arsenal. But I will say, I will say that there will still be some form of community gating. It, it I mean, it, it's safe to say somebody's gonna, yeah, for Savage, somebody's gonna do a Discord or something like that. Everybody's oh man, I'm, the Discords Discord. I'm in are already getting ready for it, man. They're ready. They're good to yeah. go. Yeah. Um. So this is gonna be. This is essentially gonna be behind PF, correct? So I I don't know. I actually have some questions about this because there's some that, things that's in, that's what I wanted to confirm. There's some big question marks to me here. Okay, so first of all, there's no mention of another zone for Bajja here. There's only mention mm. of the Delubrum Regine slash Queen Sanctum, whatever. And it mm. specifically says it's part of the Save the Queen series, which is the name of the Resistance Weapon series, specifically. Not just the Bajja series, the Resistance weapon itself. And they only make mention mm. of this, which means there's Normal and Savage, which means this is the next Resistance weapon step. Or at least that's how I would interpret it. So it'd be safe to say that it would be behind PF. I mean, you, you can't really, like, they didn't explicitly say, hey, we're putting this in PF, but it would make sense. They did, but... We know a few things about Bajan Southern Front even before it comes out that makes that a question mark too. 
First of all, okay. we know that Bajja has a its own party finder inside of it. We know there's the Bajja finder. Bajja finder. Mm-hmm. We know that. Not to mention 24 and 48 equals 72, which means a single instance holds 72 people. It means 48 people could join an instance preformed, and the other 24 mm-hmm. people can still do Queen Sanctum completely uninhibited by the group that's reserved the instance. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the perfect number of people to think, maybe I do need to go into the Bajden front in order to do this. But they also make it seem like that's just not good. Like, you're just not going to have to do that. Like you said, it just maybe could be right. the party finder and it's a Q kind of thing. Because when you're already mm-hmm. inside, we don't really know how effective the Vajda finder is just yet. That's why I think PF would be the safe bet, honestly. It, it, it lessens the complications that would come out of, like, everybody being at the southern front already and like trying to get in like everybody and their mom wants to do uh savage but it's 48 people so 24 had to do normal and yada 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 um yeah so just put it behind pf make it make it simple do you think there's no second zone for basha and if so do you think there's a zone in 5.5 there's nothing to indicate there's a new zone here hmm I don't think there will be a zone in 5.5. Do you think there will be a zone in 5.4? God. Exactly. I want to say no to both. (laughs) I'm I'm honestly honestly leaning that way, too. I want to say no to both. Like, no new zone. Like, I don't, I don't believe that, but there's, the thing is, I can only make a guess based on what's presented to me. Right. And that's, that's what's been presented to me is there's no mention of another zone. And why would they skip a zone and then do another zone unless they're planning on doing another zone plus another BA equivalent of BA3 in the .5 patch? Fair. Yeah, and someone's bringing up. In, I don't know which interview this is from, but in a previous JP interview, they said that the experience would change with each patch. So, like, one patch is a trial. I guess we got Memoria Mazera. One patch is a field area. One patch is a public dungeon. The last patch. We also know they said that they wanted to finish ultimate progr- ultimate um, development quicker than usual because they wanted to start working on something brand new. We don't know what that brand new is, if it's a, if it's a 6.0 or if it's whatever 5.5's equivalent is. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of question marks surrounding this, and this is going to be something that's watched closely. Because depending on how they do it, it makes kind of sense. If you can level inside of Baja and you can raise resistance rank, how much of a reason is there to do that? Is there, it's, it just, it's weird to me to think that in 5.4, after everything we've been through, that will still technically have an instance where we're just storming Castrum Lacus Latoris. You know? Mm-hmm. That's it. That's I just my only question. Not your only question. There are, there are a bunch of questions. It's my big question. It's my biggest but, question. Your big question, yeah. But More importantly, we can only see. We can... when Blue Mage hits 80, can I, can I go here? Or... 
<laughs> can I? Can we do? Can we do? Uh, De Blubrum, Regine. So next day I went to Crafters. Um, Crafters and Gatherers, first Crafters. They're adjusting less frequently, less frequently used actions, and um, for expert recipes, uh, they're introducing new crafting additions for recipes from 5.4 onward. Cool. Neat. Neat. <laughs> like, I got nothing to add here because I don't craft. Neat. Just crazy they're uh, still adjusting actions for crafters. They're still not yeah. done. Yeah. They're still figuring out that we don't, like, there's a bunch no, of say shit we. that we don't when use. Say, when he says we, he means him and I, not everyone, just to be clear. They're just realizing that there's a bunch of shit that, like, crafters don't use. But still, yeah. the more interesting, the more interesting um, changes came out of gatherers, though. Yes, I was very so, happy to see as somebody who's actually, I, I don't do a lot of crafting. Almost every expansion, I get a little involved in gathering, so I actually have some degree of expertise uh -huh. here. All right. So collectibles and ethereal reduction have been revamped. They are removing, completely removing the collectible club. This is expected. They did this for crafting okay. last patch, where they got rid of the collectible. Like, they got rid of recipes that could either be uncollectible or collectible. Because basically what ends up happening is all that <clears> happens if you forget to turn on the collectible buff is you now have an item that's worthless. If you're, like, somebody who just yeah. fucked that up and just clicked the wrong thing. Yeah. That's all you've managed to do. I'm glad that they do that. Yeah. Um, so they do yeah. the same for gathering. It's either a an item that is naturally a collectible, it goes through the process collectibles mm -hmm. go through, or it's not. Which just makes sense. And then uh, they showed off a picture of the new system, which uh, they did say looks something similar to 1.0. No, it 1. doesn't. 0. No, it doesn't. You know, it okay. looks like 1.0 gold saucer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, gold, like people say gold saucer. The, the uh, thing in gold saucer looks like 1.0. It doesn't look uh, like 1.0 yeah. slide. It is 1.0's gathering system. It's not even uh, identical hmm. to it. It is exactly 1.0's gathering system in the gold saucer. Hmm. I will say that just the fact so, that it has the circle is the only thing that looks like it. That's it. It's the only thing, is that it's like yeah. a circle kind of UI. So, uh, gathering perception will have a greater effect on collectability. And, um... Uh, actually, that's not once, something to skip over. That's actually something that's great, because that has not been a very... Like, the, the encouragement to actually do your melds for gatherers has been relatively low... Because Whoa. you really, you, you. I've never yeah. melded a gatherer. <laughs> yeah, no, like right now, like you still want to meld gatherers, but this makes the melding more important, which it could be a pro mm -hmm. or a con. It's kind of nice when you're not someone who's crazy into gathering, but you still want to actually get some melds in and like participate in it. Now, if you want some mm -hmm. serious results when it comes to the collectability, you are actually going to want to do this. Um, some yeah. melds are just, yeah, chat's bringing up, they're just kind of really limited because you just, it's not that it's not important enough to go past like this point. You see, like really low tier right. material use. It's going to be more important because of this. This actually has a pretty significant impact on the melding process, depending on how they do the scaling for the new collectibilities, yeah. the new collectability. Um, one small, um, minor quality of life. Uh, they're finally adding elevation of gathering points to the minimum. <sighs> how did that take so long? We've had it for quests, like. 
are we still are we still getting used to verticality in fourteen? I feel like we are. I don't know why. Dude, you're never like, used to verticality because no matter what, it doesn't matter what game it is, what what year it is. If I go to a place and it doesn't tell me if my objective is up or down, I'm gonna fucking struggle. Bro, I'm playing Genshin Impact, and it's like, you can gather a material here. I'm like, it's not here. I look up, it's like 60 feet above me in the cliff, and I'm like, fuck. All right. There's <laughs> so no up or down. It just has a hand. I'm like, what does this hand tell me? It's like, touch it? I don't know. So that's, see, that's one of those things that it's crazy to think we didn't have. It's like, thank God, yeah. but also, really? You know? Crazy. Uh, for fishers, uh, fish eyes will be adjusted. You will no longer need fish eyes, uh, to catch fish. Uh, no. it will allow players to ignore, it'll allow players to ignore the time requirement for catching fish. Now, they specifically make mention of that being targeted at big fishing and making it easier, big which fishing. means it more, like, cause people were back and forth. Cause sometimes it takes like 15 to 20 seconds, like reeling a fish. And some people mm. thought it might mean for that. But the comments about big fishing leads us to believe that it means, like, time of day. Like, you know, if a certain fish is only catchable during, you know, from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and it's part of the big fish catch, that you can now attempt it at any point, which increases as long as you're willing to use the GP on it, the frequency you can attempt to fill your big fishing lock. And if that is the interpretation, that's actually massive and a massive slap in the face to people who did it the other way before. It's kind of like my desynthesis change. That I was so upset about. This could be the very much equivalent for those who are like big fishing uh, extraordinaires, I suppose. Connoisseurs. Yeah. Collectors. Whatever it is you want to go with. But a nice quality of life for anyone picking up the game now who's had to catch up on all these big fish from all this time past. So, assuming it actually does translate to that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up, uh, Ishgar Restoration. The final step. I was very surprised. Very surprised to hear that. Why? Because I thought it would be 0. 0.4, 0.41, and 0. 0.51. I thought we had two steps left. Hmm. There's no reason to think that other than it was just common sense. They never said that. It was just, for me and a lot of people, it seemed like that was the interpretation of it. That it would be done by the end yeah. of the expansion. Fair. Uh, new rankings, uh, same titles, new achievements. Yeah, that's in line with what they what they just did. But yeah. I have an important question for you. Chat's already brought it okay. up. Okay. Mm -hmm. My prediction that housing was six point one for Ishgard was entirely based on that predication that we would have the final ranking be in point five. I, I think have thrown that out the window. I, I really think y'all are rushing it. I really. I, God, I still I still don't think it's going it. to happen. I think I have an idea of what they're going to do in point five, but it now opens that door. That that prediction is now there's no reason to predict against it other than a gut feeling, which I, I think yeah. we're going to see a lot of people with, if not the prediction, even the expectation, which of course leads to disappointment if it doesn't mm -hmm. end up being true. I don't think it's going to be before six point I agree, but that doesn't mean it's it's going to be a rampant theory now, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Just be patient. Well, you'll get it. You'll get your Ishgard housing. I, I have an honest question for you. I have an honest question for you about Ishgard okay. housing. Do you think it's going to work okay. like the other housing districts, or do you think they'll finally learn their lesson about housing and do something that's more accessible to everyone? <laughs> Sly. I haven't even finished the sentence yet. You can't start laughing before. Come on now. You can, you got to at least. 
Sly. <laughs> Come on. That's a mood right there. If I've ever seen one, that's that's a mood right there. Okay, I guess we'll come back to that topic uh, at a later point. Uh, you'll probably be the same. <laughs> I tried, guys. Okay. I tried right. to look on the bright side of things. I'm still waiting on larger oh, apartments. Boy. Okay. But they're still not learning their lesson in terms of housing. Hey, if I can upgrade the size of my apartment, that's one lesson learned. That's, that's just one more to go. Oh, boy. As far as I'm concerned, that's 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 an improvement. I might actually... It's, seriously, if I can yeah. upgrade the size of my apartment, I might actually use it. Yeah. Dead ass. And if it allows me to spend my gill on something, sure, I don't fucking care. What do I need my $191 million for? I've got 1,200 grade 7 and 1,200 grade 8 materials plus extras ready to sell off in 5.4 when I'm fucking done with them. Yeah. Uh, Skystill's Sky tools, uh, further enhancements, uh, we kind of spoke about this earlier, uh, it's not really catching up, it's not even catching up to fully melded, you know, crafted, but, you know, it, it's something, like you said, it's something for alts. Yeah, something you can we talked do about it alts. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Not even just alts, again, for people yeah. who are just not into pentamelding and they kind of just want to work on something, you know? Yeah. I yeah. work on relics. I don't need them. I, it's like I can do the raid or <laughs> the crystal. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just, But it's it's sometimes it's fun to just work on something. It, it, it's content. It's content. Yeah, if we say so. Uh, Unreal Trials. Okay. First off. <laughs> are you laughing at my note? Yeah, I'm laughing at your note. Okay. Yoshi P, no. Shiva Unreal is not too difficult. We just all forgot how to do 2.4 Shiva, and or people never done it before. Oh, all right, all right, wait, 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 pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. I got I got a comment on that. I got a comment. Okay. Okay. All right. Slide. What? There's a lot of people, like you said, who weren't around for Shiva back in the day. It's a new fight to them. They got to learn mm -hmm. from the ground up. Yeah. You know, cool, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, that's not necessarily what made it so much problem as the item level sync, making it so when people do anything even remotely close to underperforming, that fight turns into an absolute shit show and you fail the DPS check. <laughs> it is really rough. Uh, when you're doing well and you only, you know you've beat the Enrage by a decent time, but you know that a couple mistakes just leads to that item level sink really hammering home the point. Catching up to you. Bro, yeah. especially when you get four sword transformations in a row, because that reduces the damage she takes. So if your team's already yeah. kind of subpar and you get four sword modes, sorry, but... Nothing you can really do about it, yeah. No, other than just, you know, bring less tanks or... Or something like that, and just hope that the extra DPS makes up for it. We used to solo tank Shiva back in the day. You can solo tank this one too. But uh, yeah. it was a weird comment to hear him say it was, and I quote, too difficult. I almost feel like he was patronizing us, and he was like, Yeah, no, oh, she was bit, too hard. So we'll do Titan next. And it's like, I don't know if that was exactly what you meant to say. <laughs> no. No. And uh, um, 
you really think it's Titan? You really think they're sticking with ARR? I think it's Garuda. And yes, I do think they're sticking with a Realm Reborn. I don't think they'll go past a Realm Reborn until we're into 6.0. I'm predicting Garuda. I okay. Uh, I kind of agree that they will probably stick with ARR. However, if they do dip their toes in, you know, maybe, maybe Heaven's Ward territory, they can throw in Ravana. I'd be, I'd be fine with it. Fuck me up, fam. Blood I would love to see an un- unreal Ravana. That's all you want to hear, right? Because it's going to be a long last phase. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Trickling down to Heidelern. <laughs> I got to get our throat singing in for this one. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think they're going to keep the rewards exactly the same. Maybe add one or two in. I think that's going to be the idea uh-huh. here. I don't think they're going to like cycle out the ones we have now in any way. I don't even think they'll reduce the cost of the ones we have now. Yeah. All I know is is that the second they do Titan and Ramu, we're fucked. Because the party finders for Shiva Unreal are not great. <laughs> the party finders for those are going to be also not great. <laughs> and you know what? I uh, you, you, you think? Do you think Ifrit gets shafted? I I hope he does. I don't know that he will, but I hope <laughs> him and Good King Mogglemog can I get mean, the fuck out. I mean, there's really... I really feel like... Bro, I don't want a dancer uh, anywhere near Ifrit Nails. You're out of your fucking mind. I don't want dancers (laughs) anywhere near Ifrit Nails. Sorry, I killed one by accident. I standard stepped and then I technical stepped and I don't know what happened. I know, I don't want you anywhere near Ifrit Nails. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I honestly think... Um, Ifrit gets the shaft just for based on difficulty alone. Like, I don't think tuning it to Unreal difficulty and, um, you know, tuning it up. I hope we get Odin. I do too. You know, he is like, Odin's a, oh, that's Odin AR? Yeah. Odin was 2.5. He was part of, he was, he was, we we fought him at, uh, we fought him at, uh, Fan fest, and then he came oh my god, Unreal Odin would be so good. But hell, if you think if you think Shiva was a fucking tight check, yeah. So way. that's the thing. Odin is a genuinely a genuinely big problem towards the end if people are really not playing well. Yeah, it's like what we what we experienced at Fan Fest and what we experienced in Patch weren't. That far off. People are talking about Odin being a mechanical joke. Have you done Shiva? Because they're not that different mechanically. <laughs> Mm-mm. Have you? Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. have not done Odin's. Uh, uh, not, it's not Gungnir. What is it when he when the whole arena starts to bleed? It is Gungnir. Uh, uh, well, he throws Gungnirs, but I think. Oh no no no! I'm thinking the Inheriar DPS check. I mean uh, the heal check. On Inheriar. Yeah. yeah, no, Inheriar is, mm-hmm. uh, hurts, hurts a lot. Yeah, um, because mm-hmm. Shiva's DPS check, I mean, Shiva's mechanics is literally either you send four different groups of two to corners and then AoE heal, and that's mm-hmm. it. And then that's one it. person with a marker gets knocked back in an AoE. That's like the whole fucking second phase is literally 
groups into the, the areas. I guess the sword has a couple of extra attacks, but like, there's fucking nothing in that fight. Odin, when he's scaled up, not to mention his tank buster is the hardest hitting tank buster out of all of the Realm Reborn primals. And his, uh, he's got petrifies, he's got bleeds, mm-hmm. he's got mini DPS checks, he's got a major DPS check at the end. He actually has room to be an absolute pain in everyone's dickhole. Even people without dickholes. You're gonna have a dickhole just to be destroyed by this. Oh shit, what if it is, Odin? Holy shit, that would be nice. I don't think they would do it though. I really wish I they would. I just don't think they could. I really wish they would, though. I wish, really wish they would consider Odin as an unreal. But neither here nor there. We'll see. Uh, either Titan or get the fuck out for most people. I still think it's going to be Titan. I, I'm betting on Garuda, but Titan will always be in the back of my head as, like, the yeah. looming the looming danger. Yeah. Uh, Treasure Hunt. Finally. Man, I was so disappointed at this. Finally. I was Boy, so mad. Why? Why? You, you don't want, like, the uh, Wheel of Fortune? No, I wanted Pachinko. We've been over this. I want a Pachinko map. Oh, my God. I want to play Pachinko every single time. I want it to drop the fucking thing in, bounce around, whatever it lands in at the bottom. That's what we get. That's what I want. Okay, I want a Pachinko map, not another fucking roulette wheel. Because the roulette wheel dicked me hard in Stormblood. It's the only mapping achievement I don't have right now. And I still need to go back and get that one. Anyone want to do maps? Stormblood maps? Yeah, you want to do maps? I gotta do Stormblood maps. Haps just wants to play Lucky Hit. That's all I'm hearing. I'm ready. He just wants to play Lucky Hit. 100% down. Are you kidding me? I'll play a slot machine. I don't give a fuck. If they just like pull a lever and whatever it comes out is like what you get, I'm down. 777 can be the fucking like silver, like the, the Matonga Prince or whatever. I don't care. I'm glad. I'm glad we get uh, more out of uh, Lagia. Yeah, I am glad to have Um, the other map, because I I felt like we should have had this already, so this I mean, it had to happen sooner or later. Uh, New maps? Is it? They always do something new. They always do something new. I don't think it'll be any different than the maps you get in the other one, but it's gonna, yeah, there's gonna be new maps. There's gonna be new maps. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be dad guard, though, but, you know, it'll be something. You don't know that. Hey, I can show off a picture. I mean, we still, oh, we still have part two, so you're, you're right. Yeah, maybe. It, maybe, yeah. may, maybe it's a different season of Dadgar. Maybe yeah, it's summer maybe. Dadgar. Maybe we get a different Dadgar. Maybe, maybe, maybe they do the version of Dadgar where he's in the sofa and he's got Cheetos on his stomach and he's watching the football game with a six pack of beer. <laughs> maybe we get, maybe we get that Dadgar. One can only hope. And then we no, I don't think anyone's hoping day. for what I just said, but yeah, sure. We can. <laughs> the most interesting Dadgar. There you go. I, I, I wouldn't mind a, a six-pack of ale as a, as a uh, you know, housing item. I wouldn't mind. I know you wouldn't, but you'd also want a real yeah. six-pack of ale. Yeah, of course. Of course. What are you kidding? Uh, ocean fishing. Hey, the only thing that got me to fish in like six years of playing this game. Uh, new routes. They're including new routes and including routes additional objectives. I say routes. Okay. Either just way. wanted to ask. Just wanted to see if it was a slip of the tongue or if you were going with routes instead of routes. 
That's all. Um, they're adding additional objectives, uh, which will add bonus points to your score. That sounds like the pirate duel, because the pirate duel would fall under this category, mm-hmm. where like a pirate ship comes mm-hmm. up and duels against you. But that they also said if you lost, the pirates would take all your points. So I don't know if that's that's really the case just yet. We'll see. Uh, reembarking after abandoning a voyage will be restricted. So yeah, that was a big problem. People would do the the first seven minutes, and if they didn't get a rainbow, they would leave and try again. So that's not going to yeah. be the case anymore. Yeah. Um, same thing. We're going to see new titles, new uh, minions. Or they anything. have to. I don't know what though. It might be to complete the objectives a certain number of times. Um, like you know, complete this objective one time, five times, ten times, or. Because uh, if it's just new routes, that doesn't necessarily... Like, I would expect, like, new fish to be present. So, like, the, the octopus titles, like, they have to, like, collect, like, 200 of this this type of fish. Or... Mm-hmm. I would expect stuff like that, too. Like, another new fish title. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm curious to see about the objective titles. Because I would love to do this. I, ocean fishing, I felt, I still feel, even after what they've announced here, is underexplored as a feature. Um, it was genuinely fun. It was genuinely a good thing to bring... Uh, community members together, especially yeah. if you didn't normally yeah. fish. Um, and I still think it's one of their strongest additions in the fishing lineup in terms of activities you can do, and I'd like to see more activities like this be present for crafters, gatherers of all kinds. So, fishing being yeah. kind of the special right. case that it is, and it doesn't really fit in alongside the other two, I feel like it kind of needs these things more. Mm. Yeah, I just want it to um, you know, get like have something for people who don't need to level their fishers. I just want, you know, rewards, you know, and things that we can use and, you know, recipes that, and, and that's, people still think that's a slippery slope. Um, putting in recipe fish into ocean fishing. I mean, we I just don't. want stuff. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, there's a, there's a really good way it can be, um, applied. You just uh, have just to think, make it so that actually, those fish are worth less points. And so if somebody's going out to do it, they're doing it with that intention of grabbing those fish. But they can still contribute right. to things like a, like an objective or a rainbow exactly. occurrence or yeah, you know, it's just there are ways to do it. Right. Um yeah, and like deep yeah, mind, you, like see, I just think it's a good idea to have these these tight like gathering objectives that like occasionally occur. Uh-huh. Like deep mining, somebody's mentioned, like you go through a mine shaft and you have to gather or like yeah like i mean i literally don't see why that that can't be those that can't be an activity for all the gathers i just think fishing needs it more right yeah so i uh, I, I like triple... it i'm a fan yeah. I'll, I'll see i'll see if it holds me that's the only thing uh triple triad uh, rules and UI revamp. Ooh. Dude, the only rule I care about is the four or five star card. I don't care about anything else. If I still can only use one or f- one four or five card, then a triple try it's still kind of dead to me. I such it's such an annoying thing. Yeah, and and see, I would just want to try out the uh, new rule set, the see what the new UI is, just to, just gotta see it. And like, other than that, if if it doesn't really grab me, it's I'm not gonna really be consistently doing triple try it, like. It was it was a thing to do when it first got implemented, and everybody did it. Everybody did uh, tournaments. Everybody won the cloud card, what whatnot. Um, now it's just triple try. It's still here. 
You can still do triple. Triad. I mean, I know people. I know uh, Kyoka Star actually finished their current patch triple triad collection uh, not more than a couple weeks ago. So people do from like mm-hmm. a collector standpoint still do it, but from the actual playing it mm-hmm. standpoint, other than beating the new NPCs, I rarely see anyone talk about it. So um, I like that they're kind of trying to breathe some life into it uh, at this time, but. Uh, again, that it really needs the the rule sets. Yeah, they they need adjusting. Except for this fucking random yeah. rule set, abolish random. We always in Final Fantasy VIII, we did nothing but abolish the random rule. What makes you think yeah. we want to see that again? <laughs> Gotta abolish random. Always abolish random. And then, um, of course, after that, mahjong. Uh, they added quick quick match and more UI adjustments. I feel like. This is, like, for all the quality of life that we're seeing, uh, and I feel like it's kind of on point with the UI um, designer. Yeah, being as a guest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I think it's good that they had him on to talk about, you know, some of this stuff. But uh, even more UI adjustments, and, uh, yeah, so uh, quick way, uh, 6.0, please. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's mod- I don't understand any of these Mahjong <laughs> Literally, me and everyone else in my chat was like, oh, I totally understand these Mahjong adjustments. Cool. Yeah. They were like, yeah, Tampusen, yeah. my favorite. <laughs> What's a Tampusen? I mean, they literally say it in parentheses. It's, a, qu- it's a quick match. It's a, it, it's, it's a half-length match. Like, What's they say what it is, but still, it's like... I don't know what this hand means. I don't know what any of it means, Sly. Yeah. Bro, the only the only time I've ever seen Mahjong is when I clicked it by accident on Windows 95, all right? And then I would just click Pinball instead. <laughs> pinball or Solitaire. Or, so- or Solitaire, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I played a lot of Solitaire um, growing up. You'd be surprised. I played it more oh than... My sweep was bullshit. It was either, it was either your sol- regular Solitaire or what was it called? Spider Solitaire? Yeah. That one? Spider yeah. Solitaire, yeah. Minesweeper was yeah. bullshit. You just click the first one, it's a bomb, you're like, glad I, glad that fucking happened. Fuck you, Windows 95. <laughs> and 98. In regards to other, um, small quality of life, uh, they're adding new instruments to your performance, violins. Um, great. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing more performances on, on the head tubs. Uh, Materia. The fun one. Materia will continue to meld until success, or you use them all up. Thank fucking lord. So it's fine. It's, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more hilarious than as you've described. So. Okay. A couple of things. When you start the multi-meld process, it cannot be stopped until either you can't succeed or you're out of Materia. Yeah. So, if you end up using, like, let's say 500, you have 500 materia. If you have a stack of 500 materia, you can possibly go through 500 materia. It's like, it's like taking, what is it like? It's like, it's like taking Barney. From the Simpsons to the bar. And it's like, you know what, Barney? Go fucking ham. That's the last thing you want to say to Barney. That is dangerous. And then, you know, you you, you get the results okay. back. Oh. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Barney drank like 200 beers. Okay. 
Okay, but here's the thing, because your analogy has one thing it's not considering. They said that it happens near instantaneously, that it, like, calculates all your yeah. odds and does it instantly. So it's like he drank so 200 like, beers in five seconds. Yeah, it's like either you blacked out and it's the end of the night, here's your bill. Or, yeah, it's just like he just drank all the beer in, like, five seconds. That's it. Here's the bill. Here's how much you have left. Bro, I am going to be taking bets on how many materia I go through for each of them. Oh, are you going to, you're going to do a high low, higher lower? Yeah, I need, I need, I need people to go yeah. like high low, like do like a poll system, like, okay, over under mm-hmm. 10, over under 15, like, how much? How much do you think I'm going over? How much do you think I'm going under? Cause I've got 1200, like I said, I've got over a thousand and I'm still going to be gathering materia. I actually could have over 2000 by the time I get to 5.4 if I really wanted to. Right. Right. But, uh, it's going to be pretty fucking funny. Um, it is going to be, it oh, is great yeah. from a speed perspective. As someone who overmelts every even numbered patch, uh, this is going to save so much fucking time. Mm-hmm. This is actually going to be a, kind of going to mean to want to, uh, do my main hand offhand for crafters. You know what? Get it out the way. Yeah. Good luck crafters happens. and gatherers, especially. Like, I have, I have mm-hmm. thousands of combat material. Y'all fuck still, probably. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Although I know a lot of crafters yeah. gatherers use some lower grade material with way better odds, so I don't really know how that actually pans out. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, the melds, the melds aren't too bad. The melds aren't too bad. It's just uh, once you get down to the lower. And yes, you can still choose to do them one at a time. This is an option. It's not yes. the only way you do it. So if you want to mindlessly click, by all means, go ahead. I would highly recommend use the feature no matter what, but just separate the stack, put the ones you don't want to use for the attempt in your saddlebag, call it a day. Right. <laughs> you used 100 materia. None of them melted. Uh, no! Okay. And then... um, And then we have the ability to link quests in the chat window now. So if it's a quest that you've done... Like, somebody can link it, and it'll say so-and-so quest. If it's a quest that you haven't done to avoid spoilers, it'll say, what, question mark, I think? It'll have question mark. Yeah, it'll be three but, question marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, actually, so, that was my very that. first question, and I'm glad they answered it immediately. So that, yeah. that's not something they overlooked. I was genuinely concerned they were going to overlook that possibility. Um, One last thing before they got to the UI designer. Uh, PS5. Why did you write this as limitations? <laughs> you wait. You played on PS4, you elitist fuck. Sly literally wrote this section on the show notes as PS5 slash PS4 limitations. What a fucking, what a fucking traitor! What a fucking traitor to his origins. Get rid of PS4 sports. What the fuck? We're moving to PS5. We can get more of the game if you remove PS4 Game Direct X12 on PC, I'm good. That's yeah, the next step exactly. for me. Uh, the PS4 version of 14 will be playable on PS5. Um, PS4 Pro settings will be available in the system config. And um, PS5 will ensure quick load times. Unlike PS4. Hey man, my on Gilgamesh, our hunt train leader is PS4 player. How? Because he gets to go there first, so that he never has to worry. 
How can you how can how can you have trouble with load times when you're the first one there? Jeez. He also has an SSD in uh, his PS4. Actually, does he? Yeah, I know yeah. somebody in on Gilgamesh who plays on PS4. I think both of our Hunt Train leaders are PS4 players now that I think about it. Um Yeah, and Yoshi P said that he unfortunately did not get a PS5. He didn't <laughs> get it in the lot. Boxlon cracked me up and he's like, but wait. Can't you? Wait, can't you get one? Don't you kind of need that for the other game maybe, you're working on? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a, a, a adventurer out there, a, a warrior of light or warrior of darkness, will send me a, a PS5. So if you are that warrior of light of warrior of dark or warrior of darkness who sends in the PS5, you are getting you are getting a lifetime sub and a fat cat giant cushion. Well, I've got a spare, but he's just got to cover shipping to Japan. Yeah, there you go. So, that's that's it, Yoshi P. Call me. Yeah. And as far as that, that was pretty much it for the uh, first part of the live letter. They uh, went to break, of course, showed off the, um, what was it, the... Uh, limit break trailer. Limit break video. Yeah, the limit break trailer, and then... Well, they uh, left us with a bit of a with, teaser before that, but then they immediately answered what the teaser was after the break. They just showed some mounts in a, in Grand Cosmos, like players on mounts in Grand yes. Cosmos. Yes. And that blew and our fucking mind for 15 minutes. And and then that's where uh, K.O. Nagiri, the UI designer, came in. And I, like, I always say, like whenever we talk about UI, I feel like we should have... Avalon Star here because he would be the We'd have to do the whole show on UI because he's he is very elaborate. If you guys haven't watched Avalon Star, um uh back when uh, the media tour came around last time for Shadowbringers, he actually did some UI related videos uh for Mm -hmm. some of the new features. Um and as someone who he does he does UI development, so um that is something that is always uh very interesting to listen to his input on. And and yeah. Uh, there are a few interesting bits. I, like, we always call, like, most of us always call this stuff fluff. But we did get some tidbits out of it. First of all being Explorer Mode. Yes. Atlas, Atlas finally got his lore tour, lore tour wish. Yeah, well, sort of. It's only for 5.x dungeons and onwards. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he won't be able to go back until, like, they add the past dungeons and they feature, they shoehorn it in, I guess. But yeah. Like, I'm, I'm okay, dude. I love this. Uh, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm making videos, a lot of the times I just want creative shots, but there's only so many places I can do them. I don't use G-Pose or anything fancy like that, but, you know, sometimes I just want running footage of, like, a certain attack being used or, like, a like a perspective mm-hmm. of an armor or something. And uh, I go to, like, the same few locations because it's like, how many, like, there's, there's locations around the world, but I just want to go to a, I don't want to go to, like, a random corner of the peaks or maybe I need a striking dummy or something. And, uh, mm-hmm. this, I can put a striking dummy down and I can use this for like versus, for example. Like if I want like a new perspective on like, uh, you know, some Dragoon footage or something like that. I, I'm a huge fan of this, not even just from the lore tour section, but from the creative section, from the people who are going to use it for either specific G poses or for, uh, YouTube style videos. Denmo came to mind as soon as I, as soon as I saw this. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. So it's, it's, I, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of, of this yeah. idea. I'm glad they're finally getting around to doing it. But it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows because apparently they've had a lot of internal bug reports uh, when it comes to this feature in reg- uh, while it's been in development, like more so than anything else they've they've been doing. Yeah, so we're 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 gonna have to wait and see how this pans out. Yeah, 
Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being a content creators, uh, being able to utilize this more for their, their content. And for ERP, they can um, fucking Grand Cosmos now. They don't have to do it in the quicksand. Yeah. It's perfect. They have their own private quarters for it. God damn it. Uh, another thing, uh, Odegiri, uh, Odegiri mentioned was themes. And one theme he showed off was the, what I like to call, what I like to call the classic Final Fantasy theme in terms of UI. And it's, we, we've seen it before, uh, whenever you do like Heaven on High or, um, or, um, Palace of the Dead. Dead. Um, I'm gonna blow your fucking mind here. Okay. They mentioned this theme back in patch 2.1. They were being asked when they would release the API for Final Fantasy XIV so people could develop add-ons. And they had said, we're not mm-hmm. sure if we're releasing it, but we're thinking about doing other themes for the game, such as a classic Final Fantasy theme. <laughs> well, technically, this isn't the first theme. I mean, we have light mode. Okay, so like I said, this this is, this is the first theme that's come to exist. Oh, God. Um, and it's cool that we're finally getting that. All right. Uh, but the thing for me is that if it can, if dude, finally something from the 2.1 days that was promised has been delivered, dude, Eggy Glamour, there's still hope one day. It's, <laughs> there's still hope. <laughs> They're not, they haven't given up entirely. They just got to find the right time. Just got to find the right time to do it. Hmm. Um... Other than that, uh, one thing, another thing they said they, uh, wanted to add, or Odegiri wanted to add, um, and he had to, and Yoshi P said, you know what, this is okay, go ahead and say it, go ahead and say it. Um, they're adding a slow motion feature to make capturing, you know, battle actions for, you know, certain poses or certain, you know, screenshots. They're, they're adding that. What else so. did they say about the slow motion feature, Sly? Do you remember what else they had to say about it? I have the... Yeah, certain uh, precautions they were kind of concerned about with this one, because I remember very well. Okay, if you remember, go ahead. They said they had to be kind of careful with slow motion, because some some models are, you know, in the game, you know, maybe uh, not conducive to slow motion for the sake of their ratings. They apparently had issues with the uh, ratings for the game for E8 Savage. They said that was uh, cutting it kind of close a little bit with uh, their rating of teen. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're still a little scared about that slow motion a little bit. Y'all, y'all just nasty. They sure are. Y'all just nasty. I'm just, I said this earlier, I'm going to say it again. If you have any friends who ever say something like, oh, well, that's the legal age in Japan, or, well, she's actually a thousand-year-old witch, they Filthy don't, don't be friends with them anymore. Degens. Don't, don't be Filthy friends with these people degens. anymore. That's it. That you don't have a friend circle anymore. I don't care. It's just cut the circle in half, throw, throw it away, get away. All right. There's a perfectly good necromancer. That wasn't what I was, that's not where I was going with that slide, but yeah, sure, we'll, we'll take your route. Yeah, sure, we'll go with, we'll go with his route, why not? You already did so much art in that one. Jesus. Still going with it, still going. Yep. Slow motion feature. 
Please look forward to it. Hi. Hi. Uh, other than that, um, <laughs> uh, more G post features. And really, well, they said they weren't really sure what they wanted to do with that because they were like, we kind of they, exhausted they kind most of, like, of our ideas. Yeah, yeah, they kind of like done a lot for G pose. I mean, what else would you want? They just said uh, G posters out there. More stickers was like a thing. They said they like they they're not gonna like done thinking about it, but like they said, almost every idea they wanted, they've exhausted. Uh, G posters, if you're out there, uh, let us know in the comments. Like, well, don't let what, me know. I do, don't care. What? Let them know. If they don't read my comment section. Go put it on the forums. I'm a, I'm useless yeah, to you in this case because I'm not. I'm never gonna try and figure this out. What do you want out of G posts? What What more do you want out of G posts? Because I'm I've seen people make like something out of just one simple screenshot and. Like, I, I follow the G-Post community on Twitter, and, like, the stuff they do is pretty fucking amazing. So, uh, like, what more could you possibly want? Let, let, let them know. I would love to hear, too. Yeah, tweet at um, him. Tweet at him in particular. Yeah. I'm, this yeah, information Mike, is going to be useless. I'm of no use to you. I'm just letting you know now. Mike, Mike doesn't care. Yeah. I'm useless. I think and, it's really cool, but I'm, I'm never going to repeat any of the things that I read, so... And I think that was it as far as like Odagiri uh was concerned. Again yeah. <laughs> everything um, else was man, that'd be really cool, but there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Every no. other topic. Of, uh it was just a bunch of no. No. Mm-mm. It was like, yeah, that's yeah, that would no. be that's technically possible, <laughs> but uh no. <laughs> no. No. It's not gonna no. happen. Uh and then so we get to the end of the live letter announcements, you know, starting off with EU FanFest. They have finally formally canceled EU FanFest. Oh my God, I, I can't of, believe it. I've only been predicting it for like six months now. Yeah. But you kind of figured what's going to happen anyway. But, yeah. but, but. They do have something planned for February of 2021, an online event coinciding with the uh, 14-hour broadcast. So right after that event, they're going right into the 14-hour broadcast. I have a quick question for you. Okay. February 2021. That is after every previously scheduled FanFest was planned to be. Does it contain Mm -hmm. all the information from all three of the planned FanFests that were canceled? All at once. Every new job, every new thing they want to say, every tidbit we normally get drip-fed. Do you think it's all at once, or do you think it's more akin to what our, the NA, FanFest would have been? I don't see why they wouldn't do I agree. I agree. I think it'll be everything. Seeing as, like, nobody got anything. Yeah. Give us everything. We're at home. Give us everything. Give us the uh, the merch line experience as well. They said they are actually planning new merch for this event and the and the other and another event they're doing later. So we will we will get some sort of merch line. Uh, I'm sure it'll just be a broken website equivalent of a merch line. Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, do we get some form of uh, panels within the 14-hour broadcast? Oh, yeah, no doubt about that. No yeah. doubt there will be panels with, like, Koji Fox and Oda-san and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and just anyone else. Dude, I'm still waiting on them to confirm the 16 collaboration, so maybe that – yeah, no. <laughs> so <laughs> too early, a little too early, early, but, you know. This is our one day of FanFest. No, Except it's not. Day. That's the thing. Huh? It's not, because in May, they're doing a digital fan fest, or they're planning it for May, an actual two-day online digital fan fest. This is going to feel like, I feel like this will feel more like the fan fest because of the 14-hour broadcast. I'm not 100%, I still think that that two-day is going to feel just as much like a fan fest as this 14-hour broadcast will. Mm, We'll see. And there's new merch, like you said. I wonder, though, do they just throw the battle challenge in-game then in .5 and just say this is what our battle challenge would have been? Make it a limited time thing? Yeah. No, no, no. I I think they just forego doing the limit. Actually, no, I wouldn't be surprised if they do if they started as limited time and then, like, it will return in whatever, you know, point. Yeah, like like normal. So we're seeing how they – because you got to remember, what's – like, we found out that these were on a server. These were on, like – some oh yeah, we were on a live server when we were doing those. We were just yeah. connecting to a private instance. Yeah. So um it was really weird. Yeah, like it yeah, it um we we have the limited event and then like go home and then you wait for the actual fight to come out like what, six months later. Yeah. We'll see. Um but yeah. either way, this is entirely was within expectation that EU would be canceled, that they do some sort of digital event. Um, this this was all easy to predict as much as some people were holding out for. So this was the expected result. I'm glad to see we now have an official plan. We have official you know times to look forward to. We don't have exact dates, but reasonable time frames with which we can expect to hear the information we are very excited to start hearing about. Yeah. Uh, after that, they announced uh, something. Uh, I don't know how to take this. The Lodestone Community Funder, place to find link shells or FCs. Uh, they have a promotion going on where if you, they, they're going to have a promotion going on where if you post a recruitment, you'll get fireworks. Sly, have we ever talked about how JP does features like this way better than NA and EU? Every time. Well, this uh, is a JP picture. Here's another one for the list. This isn't, here's the thing. The lodestone is very popular in Japan. They use the blogging function. Yeah. It's, it's very frequently used in Japan. In NA and EU, <laughs> I'll speak for NA. People use it for confirmation of identity for things like, I think, FF logs and, uh, Baldessian Arsenal discords, like, confirm your lodestone as well so they can check for clear status and whatnot so they can properly organize you into the right groups. I know very few people who use the lodestone personally, so my my uh, perspective is anecdotal. Mm-hmm. I see this going the way of fellowships in NA and EU. Fellowships very popular, very effectively used in Japan. Not so much everywhere else because when I go to the NA Do fellowships, really it'll be would- like. Hrothgar Feet Club or something like that, and I don't want. Do you really think they're going to take it only take it away for two regions? No, no, no. It's going to be available for every region, but only one region uses it well. Is what I'm going to is what I'm okay. saying. Okay, 
thought you were saying they're they were just going to take it away for NA and EU and just JD. No, but quite frankly, no. seeing how NA and EU use half these features, they probably should. Again, frost our feet. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with you there. I'm not. We are fucking degens. Don't say we. I don't want to be in that group. No. I'm not part You're of the Frost Feet Club. You're in North America. You like you follow you follow old. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, and I regret that decision every day. <laughs> you do something and regret it. <laughs> that's all um, but yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. And then after that, they have the the uh, merch announcements. A uh, few things. Garden merch. Nothing big. I mean, the three hundred dollar fucking print. Print. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, that does not look like a three hundred dollar print. Not a chance in fucking hell. You could probably upload a really high quality image. The frame is part of the cost. It's a silver frame. Yeah. yeah. And the frame is probably the majority of the cost, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I... Other than that, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I already pre-ordered yeah. the Fat Cat plush. My Tonberry plush is apparently coming soon. I forgot about that thing. Uh, just give me a G-Warrior statue, please. Yeah, only if it comes with the emote. It has to come with... I still think it has to come with the emote. I don't know what it's called, because I don't know this stuff. Where you pull the sword out and it flashes and... That has a name. I just don't know what it is. I just want the guy in Expos. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was that was the live letter. You know what was one thing I was really surprised about this live letter? Two things, actually. What's up? Number one, What's I up? really expected him to talk about or to address the Final Fantasy XIV community regarding his role as producer on sixteen. I really expected him to do that directly, even though he kind of did it in an interview recently. He kind of did it. Yeah, he kind of already but, did it. Yeah. yeah, I still I still kind of was surprised that there was no mention of it at all, to be like, hey, just so you guys know, you know, obviously it was announced that I'm a producer on this, and people are a little concerned mm. about my, about, you know, time, and uh, people are worried if it's going to affect the quality. Like, I, I just, I kind of expected that. Um, but he did put out an interview several weeks ago that was uh, posted on the Lodestone. It was also retweeted by the... Uh, by the official Final Fantasy XIV Twitter account, which he goes over what the producer role kind of actually means in terms of involvement, and then I guess was supposed to give people mm-hmm. kind of an idea. So I kind of get it, but I was still kind of surprised. Number two, man, five point four is stacked. <laughs> I don't reg- I don't normally say that. The Blue Mage update and the Bajda update both being kind of their own progs in a sense regarding the Savage and the the Blue Cob and things like. It's gonna be busy, man. And then on top of that, I'm someone who does treasure maps. I look for as many of the achievements as I can possibly get. Ocean fishing, I actually enjoyed for like a solid week as I worked on the various like leveling fishing and all the objectives. I mean, for me, fishing compared to six years of not doing it, a week of dedication to it is very not in my normal. Is that a big deal for you? (laughs) That's a big deal for me, man. That's a huge deal. Um, I've okay. taken up the the mantle of doing 99 totems or like getting them out for every extreme, so that's Which obviously another ex- thing. I'm five out of seven. Like I'm almost done if you think about it. Like it's this I, I is a very busy, busy, busy patch. 
in in my yeah. eyes, at the very least. Yeah, uh, I feel the same way. Um, in regards to five point four, um, a, there's a lot going on, and we don't even have like there's another side to this. There's I feel there's a lot more quality of life that we haven't seen yet, and that we're going to see in part two, and you know everything that's just going to make it look even more stacked. I feel so. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it's uh, I would, I don't know. I just I rarely come out of a part one live letter surprised or excited. I'm always like, yeah, of course, it's the yeah. basic shit. They never do whatever. It's the same thing every time. I mean, you, you were like that for the five point three five, like five point three five stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it was. Um, but it's, they they genuinely came out swinging. Like it genuinely feels like they came out of all those COVID delays. And they even took, they didn't take their vacation all summer to try and get 5.3 out in that two month time frame without having any additional delays. Not that they really could do much of a mm-hmm. vacation during the summer. So they actually did take an extra like week's vacation during the time between 5.3 and 5.35. It's one of the reasons Bajda is set to be October 13th and not the week before. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really like, they're not fucking around. They really want people to realize that they're, they're on, they're on the ball. Between 16's announcement, COVID delays, the, the one week vacation, the four, eight week schedule for three, one, they're like, we are, they're like, no, 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 we're not fucking around. We're, you, we're still serious. Do you think, do you think 16 is driving this? Like the fact that they, no, I don't think it is like at all. A. I think the development, I, we've seen okay. time and time again that the development team is way more committed to this game than even Yoshi P really expects them to be. Um, mm. and it's, it's on a, it's just on a different level than we see with a lot of other development studios and a lot of things like teams that literally go out of their way in their own personal time to achieve things like having any sort of headgear that works for Vera Hrothgar or being able to actually fly in a realm reporter, or adding Mahjong just cause you enjoy it in your spare time and trying to incorporate it into the game. Uh, we mm. see that time and time again and just the volume of 5.4. Uh, it seems to be another testament to that, at least for people who have a breadth of uh, experience or a breadth of interest when it comes to what you can do in Final Fantasy XIV, touching up on old systems like Triple Triad and touching up on systems that people have been wondering about like Blue Mage and on top of that taking on the Baldessian Arsenal feedback directly with a normal Savage mode, different equivalent with... It's everything. It's just, it's, it's actually nuts. So I don't normally come out of a live letter thinking of that. And that was the case this time. This was the most confident I've been after the quality of 5.3 overall versus, uh, or, or in addition to what we've seen from the fi- uh, 5.4 part one live letter. I've never been more confident in the 14 development team than I am Good. after today. That is, that is, Good. that is a fact. Damn, even now, just give me my 16 collab. <laughs> Not to mention, we know that the Make It Rain event is coming up, and it's going to have some elements of Halloween tied in, which is unfortunate that the Halloween event still kind of gets the the back end of that deal. We know that Halloween and All Saints Wake is kind of just like, eh. They said during because of COVID, it was it was going to be sacrificed and, and incorporated with the Make It Rain event. Um, but we also know that they said they want to bring back the 15 collaboration as well, because they're cycling through that. So that is another thing that they didn't mention here that is still very much on the minds of people in terms of uh, returning things that they missed or collaborations they could experience for the first time. Mm. So there's still more. There's still more to come. And we're on schedule. Yep. 
above all else. That's the important part. Feels good to have an idea of where our shows will look for <laughs> for the foreseeable future. After all the, although I mean to for be fair, we did we had some great shows thanks to COVID. One of the few things yeah. that came out of it was some shows we don't normally dedicate time to do, but we had some awesome guests, so we made the best of it. We made more than the best of it, I'd say. Yeah. So that are, that's my closing thoughts about our live letter and our show this evening. Sly, anything from you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Baja. Again, uh, that's one thing I, again, if you, you may or may not be into whole relic run, that's fine. Uh, I'm generally not into relic grind. I'm into the content itself. So I'm not really there for a weapon. I'm just there to do the content. So I'm really looking forward to Baja. Um, 5.4 looks really, really good. Can't wait to find out more. Can't wait to be able to extrapolate more lore from it once we get more information. Uh, yeah, looking forward to, um, looking forward to the future of Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. After everything that's happened this year, it's good to, to be on a, a high note, I feel. Yeah. Uh, another fun little thing, not directly related to 14, but since we brought it up, don't forget 16 has its uh, teaser site coming up later this month, late October. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably do a TBG about that if there's much to extrapolate with Ethis. I know he really wants to be a lore guy with that. So uh, if there's any sort of interesting tidbits, that uh, is something we can maybe look forward to this month as well. I don't know if uh, uh-huh. that tickles everyone's fancy or not, but I'm sure it does, given that uh, I'm very curious, especially with the M rating of 16. That's uh, that's definitely got my my fancy tickled. Especially because it's just a couple weeks before Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition comes out, and then I'm going to be feeling extra motivated to wait for 16. And... Um... I'd say that's pretty much it in terms of the live letter. Yeah. And you? I'd say so. Yeah. We, uh, we hit it. We hit every point and I'm, uh, I'm happy with the way it turned out overall. So now we look forward yeah. to the next live letter, probably on the 20th or the 27th. 27th is a bit iffy because it's Black Friday slash Thanksgiving weekend, but we also live in America where that's a deal and nobody else cares. So who knows? And before we get to, uh, sponsor shout outs and closing, uh, closings, yeah. uh, wanted to go ahead and, uh, you know, or shout out to our good friends at Stellatio Virtual Theater. They are doing the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, they will be doing, they'll be doing four showings, uh, October 3rd, Friday, uh, Friday, October 3rd, Saturday, October 24th, and two showings on Sunday, October 25th. Um, they've been teasing this for a while and it's really good to finally see it, um, you know, almost here. So, like, if you're on Crystal, uh, I have a character on Crystal just to see these. So I will definitely be there. If you're on Crystal, definitely go check it out. Um, Stellatio, an amazing production company who puts on these shows. Yeah, definitely check them out. All right. You heard the man. Go check it out on Crystal. Check, uh, click that tweet. I'll throw the tweet. Actually, let me save it now. That way I can throw it in the YouTube version. Otherwise, if I don't, if I don't copy paste it now, I'm, I'm gonna forget. <laughs> Sly reminder, I didn't even do notes for the show, so if I don't write this down, <laughs> I'm actually surprised you didn't throw this in. Actually, I'm gonna throw it in the notes. That's, that's yeah, a yeah. place, yeah, I'm just, I'll, I'm gonna throw it in the notes just so I have it real quick. There we go. 
Right. There you go. Yeah, that way I'll know. I'll know definitely to add it to that allure tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. It is Friday night after all. You doing mm-hmm. some allure tonight, Sly? Uh, possibly. I got I got some things to work on too. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Possibly. All right. That's cool. All right, well, with that, I think we can wrap things up for this week's episode of State of the Realm. So as a reminder for what our schedule is looking like for the next several weeks, we have to speak to Ethis regarding uh, lore shows and or Air Zivias, but we do, of course, have our patch 5.3 Air Zivia Extravaganza, which is going to include patch 5.3 and patch 5.35. That is going to be probably two or three weeks from now. Um, Sly and I spoke about these schedules for the show. We're not going to spoil everything that we have planned past the next week or two. Next week is going to be First Impressions on Baja. We're going to be uh, live Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is the current plan. If we have a guest from Europe, that can always be noon Pacific Time. Sly knows the drill. I'll get back to him on that one. Mm-hmm. If we have a guest that requires an earlier time. The following week, we will be doing the lore show on Baja and or Zivia on October 20th. That will most that will almost Definitely be at noon Pacific time, since that is has to be an Ethos show. If we don't do Airzivia on the 20th, we will do Airzivia on the 27th, which, again, would be noon on a Tuesday. And after that, I'll leave a few surprises. Uh, depending on when the live letter is for Patch 5.4 Part 2, we will either have a show guaranteed on the 20th, if the patch ends up being December 1st. I'm not betting on that. If they do a live letter on the 27th, that one will tentatively be on December 1st, for a, uh, a show because we have it's Thanksgiving weekend, so we probably don't want to use that. And then another show that Friday for preliminary patch notes. So, plans galore. Rare that we have this. Yes. But we have everything almost planned out to a T with a few uh, contingencies we have in there and a few extra shows that Sly has been working on that uh, we were going to do one last week. The reason we didn't have a show last week is because somebody had something come up, so we had to do a cancellation, and now here we are this week. But we will get to that show that Sly was planning last week at some point. On that note, yes. thank you for watching. Uh, thank you to our sponsor, Steel Series. We mentioned them at the top of the show. Be sure to check out the description of the YouTube video. Grab uh, grab an entry into the monthly giveaway that we do, or grab the 12% discount code and uh, treat yourself to something nice. Also, thank you to our patrons. We've had... Uh, great support, of course, from Patreon over the years. There's names that have been scrolling in the top right corner of the screen, uh, screen the entire time. And, of course, we have our Patrons of Darkness, Kuchikos on Genova, and Kerna Oni have gone above and beyond in their support. So thank you to all of them for their continued support. Uh, you guys are awesome, and we hope you've been enjoying Stay of the Realm and TVGs and whatnot that we've been doing the last several weeks. Damn it, I was hoping you were getting away from a pog. So close to getting through it before I saw a pog tamp in the chat. Well, I did nothing. Too bad. No, you actually didn't. That's the funny thing. Uh, and with that, slide. Want to tell everyone what you're up to right now on your stream with your program with your whatever you're working on right now. The floor is yours, my friend. Uh, thank you. Uh, you can find me at Twitch.tv/sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, currently, I've been playing uh, Baldur's Gate Early Access and. It's been making me really want to get into a actual D&D session to find out if my roles are truly the shit. It's not even the fact that, like, I trust chat. It's just, I want to know if I can actually roll this shit in an actual D&D game. So, please. I can help you uh, find that out without D&D. Just play Genshin Impact. How? Oh, God. You'll find out real quick how shit your roles are. I mean, I've played other gotcha games, though. Yeah. Your point? 
right, what else are you Either working way. on? Interrupted you Either way, uh, uh, besides Baldur's Gate next week, of course, I'll be doing Baja. I'll be doing Baja all day or day, you know, till, till, till it's done. Rip and tear till it's done. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, so. Thank you so much for for watching. Happy. Where can I find well, you? Got like, anything you... going on for like uh, for for DJ Sly? Anything going on for that? Any events? Any anything on anything else you're working on? Well, we okay. I also do. Thank you, Happy. I also do uh, Station WSLY Weekly City Pop Radio Station here on Twitch. Uh, last week was for Saturday. And every first Saturday, we always do a set live on Final Fantasy XIV at the FC House on Behemoth. It was really fun. It was really fun. Um, All Saints Wake Party. Decided to do an All Saints Wake Party since, you know, we don't have an All Saints Wake this year. So it was pretty, pretty fun. Had a costume contest and people dressed up. Fun times had by all good tunes. Uh, every other Saturday is just, you know, Station WSOY. Grooming into the 70s and 80s of Japan. So, um... 8 p.m. Uh, you want some good tunes? Come on, 8 p.m. on Saturdays. If you want some good tunes, come on by. And yeah, that's again. Thank you, Happy. Now, where can they find you? Well, I mean, we so uh, Sly also he has a Patreon where he works on certain things. So because he doesn't want to shout everything out, I'll do it for him. Because uh, we were talking about for the show, so it was fresh on the mind. But as for me, you can find me, Mr. Happy, 1227, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. I've been doing a lot of YouTube the last couple weeks because I've been obsessively playing Genshin Impact. Um, obviously covering some recent stuff with Final Fantasy XIV. Do you want to do a quick Genshin Impact uh, video, talk about uh, pros and cons of the game, how I felt about it playing it for the past several weeks as someone who is AR38, disgustingly so. And uh, we have, what else, what else coming up? Crown Tundra is coming up for Pokemon. I just want to hunt some more Shinies. I don't really care about most of the other stuff they're doing because I just hunt Shinies. I'll do the same in Temtem. i got to hunt more Shinies. Hunt more Shinies? Hunt more Shinies. Uh, also, obviously, for November 12th when the PS5 comes out, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Demon Souls, both of which are high on my list of things that I have to get through, that I have to throw a ton of time at, and I cannot wait. Bajja next week, of course, Genshin Impact. Sorry, I gotta take a back seat for a week. Doesn't matter. Patch 1.1 until November 11th anyway, but I played a lot of Genshin Impact as well. And today, somebody donated and uh, got me a Dillick pull. So I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good today. Today was uh, especially effective in that regard. But I've also got some other secrets in the works that I can't tell you guys about yet. Can't tell you. Just know there's some secrets. There are secrets, but you have to figure them out yourself. And, uh, okay, with that, Sly, I think we are good to move on into a short post-show before I go grab something to eat, my, maybe the rest of my leftover pizza, uh, because I gotta wake up early. So, Sly, my strategy for patch days is always eat pizza, get itis, fall asleep early. Or eat Chinese That's a good food, strategy. get itis, fall asleep early. I get to do that again Monday that is for Tuesday. Strategy. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. You need to get some food. Damn right. So I still got leftover pizza, so that might be dinner tonight. I still got teriyaki chicken that I cooked up. You know, maybe maybe I'll just heat up something that's a little less healthy. I'll grab uh, I'll grab like a uh, cream cheese and jalapeno wontons, something like that. You know, maybe maybe just grab something. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's gonna be a good night. But anyway, thanks everyone for joining us for this week's episode of Stay the Run. We'll see you next week with our first impressions on the Bajan Southern Front Resistance ranks, the resistance weapons, and probably not anything about Sky Steel Tools because we probably won't do it. So good luck to anyone who is actually doing it. On that note, we'll see you then. Until then, you have a good one, and take care. See you next week.